since 1955, the College Board's Advanced Placement Program has delivered excellence in education to millions of students worldwide through over 18,000 AP programs. And in each of those AP programs, there's an important role that's often a little behind the scenes, but not today. Today, we shine the spotlight on the AP Coordinator. Welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, Derek Kameda, and this is Coordinated. Thanks for joining us for a series of conversations with experienced and incredibly talented AP coordinators. This school year, more than just about any in recent history, presents some unique and unprecedented times for schools and AP programs. Perhaps, perhaps there is no better time to share our collective voices and perspectives. In the Pacific Northwest, just a little east of Seattle, we find the city of Bellevue, Washington. It's an area known for its plentiful rain, famous coffee, and intense music scene. It's also the home of many great artists. So perhaps it's no surprise that we find a particularly dynamic AP art and design program centered at Newport High School. And running the show there, in fact, running the entire AP program, none other than AP coordinator superstar, Karen Scholes. Karen, welcome to the show. It's great to have a uh, relatively new AP coordinator joining us for a change. Only if 20 years qualifies me as young <laughs> and new. Thanks for inviting and having me on the coordinated podcast. Excuse me. I guess I am not reading my own notes very well. I, uh, I clearly need to put on my reading glasses. So uh, with that correction, Karen, on behalf of the College Board, let me start by thanking you for all your many years as an AP coordinator. 20 years. That is that is just amazing. And you are also a counselor at Newport, correct? Correct. I am one of six counselors at Newport High School, the home of the Knights. Right. The Newport Knights. Go Knights. And what can you tell us about your role and your school? We have a wonderful counseling team. We each have about 300 students on our caseload. My favorite part of being a counselor is getting to know all the students and watching them grow and change over the course of four years. It's great fun getting to the point where I can be a part of helping them build their post-secondary plans. It's also exciting to see what and where they go after high school. That is absolutely my favorite part of being a high school counselor. And can you tell us a little bit more uh, about your fabulous school, about Newport High School? Sure. Newport has approximately 1,800 students, and we have a lot of school spirit and pride. The students are active in and out of the school. There are students who are also very academic and tend to be serious students. 
They take their academic and school very seriously and therefore take a lot of AP courses in turn. Right. Uh, many of your knights, your students, participate in AP each year. Yeah, they certainly do. We offer about 29 AP courses and give around 24 to 25 AP exams to about 1,200 students every year. Oh my gosh, that is a really large program. Karen, we have, we've been asking our recent guests on the podcast about their testing plans. So I'm curious, uh, what's going on for you? What is May 2021 going to look like for your AP students? Currently, we've been virtually the entire school year, and there's been a loss of instruction time because the students just aren't in school for the same amount of hours if they were physically present. We're still finalizing our AP exam schedule. However, we know we'll be offering our world language and music theory as paper and pencil, and all other exams will likely be digital at home and administration two and three, with some exceptions for special circumstances. That's likely what's going to happen for us this year, although we're still finalizing, like I said. Uh, that, that's understandable. I think many schools are, are in that same boat. They're, they have a plan, but they're waiting to, uh, to finalize things and uh, trying to make the best decision that they can to allow students the best opportunity to take their exams. And thanks for talking that through with us, Karen. Let's take a quick break. And then, and then I want to hear a little more about your amazing AP art and design program and specifically how it impacts your role as the AP coordinator. Hi, AP coordinators. I'm Carrie Larison. And I'm Carrie Franz. We moderate the AP coordinator community. This is a free online platform that connects over 6,000 AP coordinators from around the world. One of the primary uses for the community is to host coordinator-related conversation and collaboration. Many coordinators feel all alone at their schools and do not share the role or have an assistant. Right, and the opportunity to engage with other AP coordinators, especially around best practices, is so helpful. Plus, I like to validate that what I'm doing is correct or that I haven't missed any important tasks. New coordinators learn a lot just by seeing what is asked and answered, and even experienced coordinators have been learning a lot of new things these past few years. Yeah, here's a good example. Recently, there was a collaborative exchange between experienced coordinators. The topic? How often everyone submits updates to their AP exam orders and AP registration and ordering. I thought this was an excellent discussion. Some coordinators do this every time they make an update, and others less often. It was great to see all the thoughtful comments and suggestions from our peers because there ended up being really good reasons for each option. In this case, there's more than one right way to get the job done. By now, you may be wondering, how do we access this community? Just go to apcommunity.collegeboard.org to get started and request your free membership. Again, that's apcommunity.collegeboard.org. And once you're in, you can choose a setting that allows you to receive a daily digest of all activity. This is so convenient since it's sent directly to my school email address. And this year, more than ever, we think it's important to be part of the AP coordinator community. Together, we'll continue to find the best ways to support AP programs at our schools. Thanks, everyone. We look forward to coordinating with you. 
We are back. So, Karen, as promised, I'd like to talk for a moment about your AP Art and Design program. First question. Do you offer all three art and design courses? Yes, we do. We offer the three different portfolios. We have about 66 kids taking the 2D art and design portfolio and four students that take the 3D portfolio and 16 students doing the drawing portfolio this year. Okay, Karen, you are <laughs> you are <laughs> testing my math skills on the AP Art and Design podcast episode, but if I if I'm calculating that correctly, we're talking about 86 total AP Art and Design students this year and wow, that probably makes you one of the single largest AP Art and Design programs in the world. Yes, we do tend to have a big program. In our previous years, that meant we had a lot of the giant portfolio boxes and a lot of (laughs) portfolios to submit as well, the physical portfolios to submit. This year, though, students will only be submitting digital images online. It's one thing that is actually going to be a lot easier for me. Glad, uh, glad to hear it. Can you tell us uh, a little more about your AP coordinator role, specifically how it relates to AP art and design? Sure. Early in the year, I worked with the AP art portfolio teachers to ensure the proper portfolio is ordered for the students with 2D drawing or 3D art portfolio. As the year goes on, I also coordinated any changes to the type of the portfolio the student had originally requested all the way up until March 12th. I actually just double-checked this order last week to make sure that the students had the right portfolio that they wanted in the end. Of course you did, because you run a tight ship. Karen, uh, what else can you tell us? My AP art teachers enter the students into the digital submission web application, and then they pass the access on to the students. Then the students can begin to upload their images as soon as they're uploaded into the web application. Then the AP teachers will forward the completed work to me, and as the AP coordinator, I will pass it on to College Board. So, as you said, it's all digital this year. No giant portfolio boxes to deal with. Thankfully, that is one thing I'm really (laughs) looking forward to. So once the student completes their online portfolio, I can start submitting them to College Board. I can actually start this process at any time. It just needs to be completed by the deadline. And can you please remind me and everyone about that deadline once again? Yes, it's a little later this year. It's Thursday, May 20th at 1159 p.m. Eastern Time. Fantastic. So, Karen, with no physical portfolios for drawing and 2D, it sounds like your office is a little less cluttered. And we we never had physical portfolios for 3D. So that part's actually the same, right? Right. It's nice to have both the extra space in my office and to have the extended deadline for the digital submission. Okay, Karen, you're, you're clearly an expert when it comes to AP art and design. So do you have any best practices to share with everyone? I think one of the best things to do is 
Start working with your teachers, your AP Art Portfolio teachers, and set a deadline with the students. It's wonderful if they can start submitting their artwork early, so then we can start submitting that to College Board early. My teachers and students are amazing, but there's always a couple stragglers that we need to chase down. So the earlier we can start submitting the work, the easier it will be for everyone. Great idea. It's always good to uh, to try and collect the work early and set a a school-level deadline a few days in advance. Hey, Karen, thank you uh, so much for taking the time out this morning to be with us. I won't keep you from your morning coffee any longer. That's right. Living in Seattle, coffee's super important to us up here. Well, Karen, I can't say this enough. Thank you for everything you do. Thank you for your many years supporting the AP program. You do so much uh, for your own school. And I understand that you are also helping with the online mini workshops for AP coordinators this spring as well. I am. Those mini workshops are a great resource and they're free as well. I love being able to talk directly with my fellow AP coordinators in the breakout rooms, and we all learn so much from one another. And Karen, speaking of learning, you've been in the role for a really long time. (laughs) So I am curious, what does being an AP coordinator mean to you? Really, it means I see our teachers and our students work so hard, and my goal is to have a smooth hopefully incident-free AP administration for the students so they can do the best that they can do. Like I said, they work so hard, and I want them to just have a great test exam administration so they can show their knowledge and skills on the exam and hopefully not be so stressed out and just have smooth sailing for them. So that's really my goal is to have a great experience for them. Thank you for listening to our show. Coordinated is written, recorded, designed, and produced by Derek Kameda. Our executive producer is Bill Lankanow. Our podcast logo was created by Amy O. She is enjoying AP drawing at another fabulous AP art and design program at Savannah Arts Academy. Our theme music is Good as Gold by Jackie Ray, former AP music theory student at Oakton High School. And thanks again to our special guest, Karen Scholes. We hope you enjoy these conversations and would appreciate it if you rate, review, and subscribe to Coordinated in your podcast application. And a special good as gold shout out to faithful listener, AP coordinator, Dennis Soares at Middletown High School in Rhode Island. Small state, mighty. AP program. And please don't forget about the interactive mini workshop series. They are free and you can register right now at collegeboard.org slash AP coordinator training. AP coordinator superstars like Karen are helping out with those and you just might see her there. And of course, thanks to my favorite people, in all of education, that is you, AP coordinators. No doubt, you are always good 
as gold. Till I believe it's all